You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Reliable antidepressant. Just say so okay. the recording's in progress. By the way, Mitch, I want to thank you. I listened to the first little bit more than half of the last episode. And one, I enjoyed it. That was it was a fun episode to listen to. But two, you kept the banter, the pre-banter, and then uh kept the part where we talked about the intro and the, did the intro. And I I really like that. Thanks, man. I was gonna cut it to be honest, because I'm a stickler for starting with the intro, but no, it's I've perfect. been leaving some of the pre banter in just because why the fuck not who knows real. you know yeah because you're yeah, the man real. dude yeah it's, then, it was great and then yeah especially because you make reference to it later and i was like well it's not going to make any sense if you reference something that i cut out of the episode see the mcu needs you that's how sam fucks me all the time that's why i have to bleep shit if he would just not reference <laughs> stuff i'd be able to cut it out completely is it is it a bleep or is it more of a <laughs> is it possible for a comic to not do a callback in an extended dialogue? Yeah. I don't think so. It is when it is when Sam goes, yeah, and then so-and-so shot his girlfriend. Becker, cut that out. Like, so he's already acknowledged we don't want it in the episode. And then 15 <laughs> minutes later, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it just like, I'm a shooter just like so-and-so. And it's like, God damn it, man. So now I got to bleep it. <laughs> all right so i started watching hit monkey again i'm uh i just got go, through go, the, go, go. the accountant nice dude yeah. it's pretty bad dude that show's go so good it made me quote fucking blue i was like yeah get <laughs> mad baby <laughs> it was and then i was like what is that from and i had to think about it for like the rest of the episode and i was like oh shit get that's mad, baby that's Baloo. I was right. That is a monkey quote. <laughs> no, but he, he says a bear. Yeah, but he says it to King Louis. Oh, yeah. It's when they're, it's when they're scatting. Yeah. Louis yeah. Prima and Phil Harris, dude. Dude, speaking of, in that song, that number, I want to be like you, when the little monkey gra- jumps up and starts playing the guitar on the leaf. Yeah. He's like, it cracks me up. Every time, I can't even fucking do it and because it's making me smile too hard. I can't even <laughs> yeah. do the whistle part. <laughs> Yeah, good times, man. <laughs> so, what uh what else is being watched? So Mitch, you were gonna go see Eternals, but we're recording instead. Yeah, I figured this was a much better use of my time. I'll go tomorrow or something. Yeah, it's good. I I, I don't know. I don't want to keep hyping it for you to see it. You're gonna see it anyway, but it was it was fun. I enjoyed I guess, it. I gotta see it before it goes out of theaters because then I'll never forgive myself. I'll spend the rest of my life perfecting time travel. I think shit's gonna start hitting Disney Plus faster now that they're not allowed to release it at the same time though. Shang-Chi was there. And I didn't see that while yet. it while it was in theaters. I should. I should I, should, I need to finally watch that. I'm just not Shang Shang. Dude, it, it's worth seeing. Aquafina I know it is, is. My, my favorite new Marvel character. Oh yeah. Good for I her. I love that broad. She's gotten pretty big. I watched uh, Nora from Queens a little bit. Dude, that show's so good in the second season. Oh, really? I didn't win. watch that much. The second the second season, I think, 
she wrapped it up because she's now like a Disney princess, a Marvel character. She's in Star Wars. She's reached celebrity uh, ideal. What is she in Star Wars? I don't know. She's signed on to the new project. Oh, Disney princess. Oh, she's writing a story that's like an anthology, right? Is that what it is? I don't know, but I know she's like, she hit the trifecta. She's working for all of the biggest money-making operations in the history of fucking humankind. Good for her. So her new season was much more serious. It's like the whole season's like about her trying to be an adult, but uh-huh. like in a like in a serious, you might cry in some of the episodes way. Whereas the first season's very goofy, her trying to be an adult. Interesting. Well, good for her. The broadcast geeks, episode two thirty six. Because I like to count. I am one of your hosts, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker, and I am Midnight Miss Jones. Yeah. Hello. And again, what's going on? We're keeping the intro. We're doing I like it. it. I like. I like it. it. I mean, no. it, it, it's not bad to have a little pre-roll, you know, yeah. in more ways than one. Smoke them if you got it. I think of it as, as like we're like we're priming the pump, building up that momentum, getting the, the flow going, you know, doing the bull dance, yeah. feeling it, doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working, working, it. working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. oh, so, we were talking about Aquafina. She's going to yeah, be in Aquafina's that new. The there's that new movie called Renfield coming out where she's going to be yes. in it, and Nicolas Cage is going to be Dracula. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, so she's also in Universal Monsters, dude. She's killing it, top to bottom, head to toe. Yeah, right. Nora from Queens, shit. baby. <laughs> dude, she was really funny in Shang Chi. She was great. I'm glad that they included her going through the thing. I did watch the uh, how it should have ended on YouTube that little animated video and they're like Wong comes through and he's like Shang-Chi we need you also and then like Aquafina starts to get up and walk through the portal and he's like no not you what about your sister is she gonna be there she's got awesome fighting <laughs> <laughs> nah Aquafina fired the arrow that counted man yeah she she got to a Hawkeye level of in no time flat she fucking she took down the dragon yeah man she's a bad bitch Bad mammy Jenna. And I just like how she talks like she smokes three packs a day. (laughs) Yeah, dude. She's got the hardest vocal fry I've ever heard on somebody and also kind of a deep voice. So it sounds like she's the harshest smoker ever. Right. Wait, let's let's talk about Nick Nicholas Cage's Dracula. Yeah, dude. He's gonna be like, feels like I'm gonna bite your neck, but it's good. But think about the roles that he's played. He's played Ugh. some pretty serious roles, wouldn't you say? A serious oh, amount. I mean, Johnny Johnny Blaze, all right, so Ghost Rider. But, but he, he's also, technically, he played Superman. We just didn't see it. Right? Well, he dressed up like Superman and did, did a couple of pages. Is that all it was? Yeah. All right, well, he did a couple photo shoots, you know? Yeah, they by never, that, they by never that logic, camera. I've been Iron Man several times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. <laughs> I just watched, because they were playing on Cartoon Network, and my niece was watching them. So I watched all three of the original Ninja Turtles movies. For some reason, they played them three, two, one instead of the right how old's your How old's your niece? She's two. She'll be three in May. Oh, dude. Does she like the Ninja Turtles a lot? 
Yeah, dude, when she was a baby, I got her little beanie babies of all four of the boys. And um, <sighs> she's, she's, she calls them turtle buddies. And Aww. those are... Like those were like her little her little beanie babies that she would carry around when she was really little. And now she she moved on to other things. Her big thing is Spider-Man right now. She still whenever I play Ninja Turtles on the TV for her, she has to go get her turtle buddies and she has to get all four of them and hold them. Yeah, she understands the ways. Yeah. Yes, that is awesome, man. I love little kids still being into the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I was like, you do not watch this Rise of the Ninja Turtles shit. You will be raised on the good shit. Yeah. Or just make sure she watches everything else and is like old enough to understand what trash storytelling is before she watches that one. Yeah, it's her big, it's so her big bad. thing is to ask what people's names are. So at yeah. the end, when they're ready to fight Shredder and he comes down from the fucking to land on the roof, she goes, "What that guy name?" <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, that's the Shredder. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, man. Could anyone else have played the Shredder? The answer is yes, Nicolas Cage. Um, no, 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 <laughs> no. Why not? You don't no. You don't want me to put this into the ether, Jake? Uh-uh. No. I think Nicolas Cage could play anybody. You know what? He probably shouldn't play Shred- Shredder, though, because that'd be cultural appropriation. Well. What, it should be a rat? You know, when, no, you know, watch the Michael Bay Shredder, movies. not Splinter. My bad. Oh, yeah. Wasn't William Fickner supposed to be Shredder? Yeah, and that's why that movie sucks. The movie would be better if because it got backlash. It leaked that he was going to be Shredder and people got mad about them whitewashing it. And so the Shredder was introduced and there's just like a couple of scenes of him talking to Shredder that kind of try to explain it. But the his motive, none of the movie makes sense. Eh, probably for the best, though. All right. I mean, so, yeah. so I mean there's all, the, the Michael Bay movies don't need they don't need <laughs> more things working against them. Who is Shredder? Orokosaki. How old? How old? Shredder. In which in which story? I the, don't know. The, mo- the movie? No, I, I don't know. Even in the original comic, how old was he supposed to be? In the is original he... comics, he's in his like late thirties. Okay. I was gonna say forty. Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, you know, adulthood hit earlier in the eighties. That's true. Yeah. Casey Jones was nineteen. In the books, he's twenty-two. That makes sense. They they wanted to justify his drinking and shit. He drinks more in the books too. So do the turtles. I only ask because I'm trying to think who we could cast. Yeah, the turtles drink beer, but they don't have pizza in the comics until after the cartoon came out. Yeah, they're turtles. They would hold it naturally. Turtles and beer. One of them got stuck in one of the six pack holders. There used to be five ninja turtles. Yeah, Venus. <laughs> but now they have uh, what's your name, Jenica? Jenica, but only in the comics. There's too many mutants in the comics right now. I think the Ninja Turtle comics is for the first time ran long enough that it might put itself into a quagmire. All right, giggity, giggity, giggity. But I have I have faith in the guys who are writing it at the same time because they love it so much and then in the id in the 2012 comic book shredders ageless he's a neutron oh he's a ghost i'm just thinking about who we could uh cast as as him shredder shredder and splinter in the 2012 comic book series are spirits of ancient samurai that keep re-inhabiting people and things that's cool it is cool It'll make you cry a bunch too. Cause like in that in that version, the boys were also really Splinter's sons that Oroku that Oroku killed also. Oh, so they're spirits that inhabit bodies as well? Yeah. And this is like the the so like once they all put it together, it's they they are actually a family in the books. It's not just his found adopted sons. Hey Amen. Family ain't just blood. We know that from Vin Diesel. And April was experimenting on all of them with Baxter. The 2012 comic book series from IDW is 
probably the best version of it but the best version to just like take is the 2012 cartoon hell yeah uh is that last ronin done yet so i can buy the trade no the next Mm -hmm. issue will be out in february oh shit and i believe that's the last one i believe so but they might have extended it one issue i'm not sure Hmm. but i have all of them here just a matter of getting to trinidad yeah, you can come down and read them, dude. I got a place for you to stay. Yeah. There's a there's a huge rumor mill going that they're going to do a live action last run. Whoa, with Nicolas Cage as Shredder. <laughs> there's well, there's no Shredder. <laughs> huh. Shredder's not the one that kills the Ninja Turtles in the last Ronin? No, nah, Shredder's been dead in the comics for a minute. Wow. He's in hell. They did a whole series about him going to hell and having to reconcile. You don't think everything. Shredder would like being in hell, though? He did not. It's hell. You cretins! Yes, I love I love that everybody does Uncle Phil. That's my favorite. <laughs> he lives on. Speaking of Shredder, the part where he in the first Ninja Turtles live action movie where he runs at Splinter with the, the spear, or is it a Norinaga? I can't remember which one it is, but it's a Norinaga. Like, it's fucking such a funny noise that he makes. Yeah, it's traditional though. It's not just like anger. You don't do long charges. You don't do long charges without noise. You want to be like throwing people's nerve system off as much as you can before you hit them. Oh, so there's a, there's a, in there's a canonical reason for him making that noise. Yeah. Same with Bruce Lee. Like he wasn't just screaming for show like that. It, 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 and it helps more in a fight than you'd think. Like if you're about to punch somebody in the face and you just yell whatever you want at the top of your lungs right before you do it, you're gonna you're gonna land it a lot fucking harder because their brain, even if they're still in it, they're not paying a hundred percent attention. You have to your brain has to process that data. So if you were like bang, pow, boom. Yeah. It'll but I mean like yell it. You need to be making noises that catch people off guard. That's why Bruce Lee would like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you but you want to make you want to make like like you want to do something that'll make people's like internal nervous system go. Oh yeah, that's a noise I'm supposed to be prepared for. Okay, all right. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Bruce Lee. Man, did you did you watch that documentary on uh, Bruce Lee that they did on uh, this uh, History Channel? No, no. Is it new? Yeah, oh. and it basically makes his daughter look like an asshole for talking shit to Tarantino. But oh, they're really? her, yeah, they're going into like the conspiracies about like somebody had him killed, and they they're basically like, no, he had a brain edema, like really bad. But also, he used to be a like fucking little street fighter gangbanger right before he got into acting. He'd just fight people for fucking sport when mm-hmm. he was in Hong Kong. And his they've got like his best friends and his best friends little brothers like corroborating and telling the stories of like, yeah, I remember one time I was like 12. And I came out onto this rooftop with my brother and watched Bruce Lee beat a guy almost to death. Yeah, wow. With yeah. that one-inch punch probably just <laughs> Yeah, well, and then and then his friends are like in concert talking about how cocky he is, and then his daughter was so mad at Tarantino for fucking, or his granddaughter, whoever the fuck it is, for uh, making him look cocky in that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was like publicly asking for an apology and shit. Yeah, really. And it and it's like, yeah, you should probably not be so loud about an opinion about a man you never met (laughs) well because it's she's related to it so it's a natural i know but that's that deifying people you're right you're right yeah yeah that'd be that'd be like if michael jordan's family was like quit saying he's an asshole like well he's an asshole you don't get that good at shit without being a little bit of a crazy person 
Right. Like Kobe did a lot of great things, but he's still a rapist. Yeah. But he was also like not an asshole, nor as good as Mike. But my point is, is that we all have faults, right? It's just a matter of which ones you're willing to accept. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think perfection comes with a certain amount of like, fuck everyone else. Like when you're actual almost embodiment of perfection. Yeah. So what if your gambling debts gets your dad killed? You know, oh, I love that. <laughs> Isn't that what happened to Michael Jackson's dad? Michael, Michael Jordan. 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 Sorry, Michael Jackson's dad. Suppose. Very much alive. Is he? I thought he died too. The dad? Mm. Yeah, I thought the old man died. I thought the mom's got the custody of the grandchildren now, or the two of them. Was, I thought it was. I think dad. you're right. Michael Jordan's dad definitely got killed though by. Uh, on a bench, right? I think. Yeah, wasn't he like at a park bench? The whole, the whole thing was suspicious. Joe Jackson. Oh, yeah, he did. He died in uh, 2018. Yeah. Joseph Jackson? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because okay. I remember it was kind of like a discussion in the media for like a day. Well, in the media, I read for like a day of whether or not the grandmother was mentally capable of taking possession of the grandkids because mm. she like is notoriously not a very sharp woman. Just out of curiosity, what? media do you read in like variety hollywood reporter vulture all right entertainment weekly i guess you carry all that stuff right so why not no i don't carry any of that online but that's the stuff i read to find stuff out about comic books and stuff way ahead of time like feige have to own up yesterday did you guys hear about that no yeah he's had to say that if there were to be a Daredevil slash Matt Murdock in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Charlie Cox would be the guy they would theoretically cast. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that I'm talking about when he slipped up later and got overheard saying that they'd already hired him. Oh, well, of course. We all know that they already hired him. Yeah, right. I know. He's, yeah, he's but that pretty the reason he the reason he had to get in front of it is that I'm sure that that hand on uh Hawk, Hawkeye is D'Onofrio. I haven't seen that yet, but I did watch the first episode, and that show fucking rules. So wait, so tell me real quick did did Jeremy Renner recently come out and say that if they had to recast him, it, he'd totally be okay with it? No, I think he's said a couple of things in interviews. Kind of, he, he's being ambiguous about the fact that Hawkeye dies and gives up the mantle in the comics. Oh, right. Okay, so he's just like, if they have to re, like, they're not going to recast you because you're dying. Yeah, he well, and he's not. they're probably not even going to kill him off i think he still owes him one more thing Mm. but yeah he's it's it's comic book bait it's the kind of interview shit that makes people like me and nate go oh really because i mean they have recast them the show's called hawkeye kate bishop is hawkeye right right yeah she's she's gonna be the new one that's fine she's great so far i've only watched i think one episode i watched it with ez and like I, she was going to go to sleep on the couch. So I put it on just to see. And every once in a while, I'd look over and she's watching it. And then she'd respond to things occasionally. And then at the so end, just, I knew it. She's like, I really, I like that show. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great show. I liked it at the beginning where she knocks the fucking bell tower down. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the name of that tower? What was it? It's uh, old. Uh, the dude from the first Tony Stark movie. Obadiah Stank. Tony Stark Stain. was able to build this in Stain a cave. Tower. It's Stain really? Tower. Yeah. Stain and his tower. son, his son's probably going to be in Armor Wars. So I bet they're about Sebediah to introduce him. Stain? I bet, they, I bet they're about to introduce him through like the upper community of shady people with Swordmaster and shit. Yeah. Zebediah Stain. He was the main villain in this Iron Man versus the Technovore 
Ooh. It's like an anime. Right. He's big in the armory thing. That's why I think the armor wars shit they're doing is probably going to go around Stain and they're starting to sprinkle him in. I love it. I love it. I didn't notice that, but I I wasn't paying attention. Is it a I sign or they say it? It's a sign. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the, ca- the guy who was playing him was in that auction scene. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I think he's going to get folded into the universe pretty quick here. That was pretty well, bad. Uh, he plays a big part in Ironheart, too. Mm, hell yeah, man. I'm all about it. Give me more Iron Family. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, we have through two more properties coming. Armor Wars. And Ironheart. Iron it's already Heart. been announced. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You think it'll tie in with some of the stuff that's going on in here? Because you said that. Oh, much. it does. It's Cheetle. Cheetle's already been confirmed in Armor Wars. All right. And now, Iron Heart. Ironheart's going to be a series just like uh, Loki. Interesting. Now, remember a couple of years ago when it was like Robert Downey Jr.'s likeness will be used as the likeness of Tony Stark in perpetuity in these movies for as long as... Remember yeah. that? So could they theoretically make RDJ the AI for Ironheart's armor and then just have him played by like the guy who played him in What If or whatever? I do, or do you think that after Doolittle and every other flop he's done since he decided he wasn't at Marvel anymore, that maybe RDJ would be willing to voice? I, th- I think they might be able to get him back to just voice. I think if he doesn't have to physically be on set. I don't know. He He's doing his charity thing. Right now, any Iron Man fans uh, now and three weeks from now when this podcast comes out, you can like donate to his charity to make the world a greener place. I don't know if that's renewable energy or planting a tree or whatnot, but you can like buy a eight by 10 glossy signed by RDJ. And instead of buying it, your donation goes to his charity. Mm, nice. Or you can send shit in too. So if you want to, like if you are one of those prop collectors and you have like the big fucking Iron Man helmet, you can send it in and have them sign it. Nice. Yeah, man. Pretty cool. But I just think they're probably going to lean towards having just not him. I don't think he's going to be in it anymore. But I don't know. Uh, we'll not, see. Not to stray too far from Hawk. I, I had a lot of fun with that. The Rogers musical was pretty hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize they did a Captain America musical. Did they really? Yeah. When? Uh, fuck, I forget. They talked about it on Nerdist. There really was. I don't. Ma- I don't remember hearing anything about that. I think you would have been a child. I think it was back in the day. Oh, oh, oh! Like, okay, okay. I would still have heard about it. I tell you what. I, well, also, I don't know if it was ever good or popular. I'm gonna look it up because that that was funny, and he had to leave, and that made sense. And you know, it was so it was really odd because I'm trying to I was trying to pick up the vibe when he was at the restaurant and he got the food for free, and he's like, is is he just is he one being shy? Is he two just torn at the fact that he? Was Ronin or whatever it was. I see. Look at that. Nice. Captain America starring a Broadway show. It looks like they only got to rehearsals, but it was a thing and they advertised and the advertisement doesn't play well anymore. Interesting. Almost happened in the 80s. Wow. If you're between the if you're a girl between the ages of 10 and 14 who can sing, dance and act up a storm, Captain America needs his very special friend. Jesus Christ. Who the fuck wrote that ad? Some coked out 1980s executive. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows how old Captain America was in this play? It just doesn't read well. All right. He so at least go ahead. No, no. So uh, <laughs> 70. 
going going back to Hawkeye. So is it that he's just is he ashamed? Is he no? He doesn't shy? like getting the treatment. I uh, there's a lot of. I mean, I grew up in a town with five military bases, and like at Panera or something, you'd see a tourist pay for a guy in uniforms food, and they like they just don't appreciate it after like one time. It's like oh wow, or if you just did something really special, I think it feels good. Yeah. But when you're just like taking a break from work or like at dinner with your family and somebody treats you, I think it kind of makes you feel like i don't know you feel you feel like you're being looked at like you were being watched your whole meal and shit maybe but you also literally help save the world yeah but i mean he, he was sitting there talking about how they got extra orders of things and right. re- really put it away it's like they spent money there and it's comped the whole meal like that too like he was eating in a way where he was planning on paying not taking advantage of someone sure sure. right yeah. they also He's probably trying to keep a low profile too maybe they also flash back to like scenes where he i think that was really subtle where during some of those parts they flash back to some people getting killed by him yeah like a oh, quick flashback to it yeah it was a quick flashback to a ronin thing yeah he doesn't feel like a hero right his best fr- he let his best friend die in front of him Right. He killed a bunch of gangsters and yeah, he's done some good shit, but like he didn't want a meal where he went all out paid for. So did he do the Ronin thing during the blip? Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause his family went away. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. They all disappeared. So he went full on like, well, I'm going to actually solve crime. Wow. He was Batman. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He was like Batman. If Batman killed, but he can get off on that because I mean, what happened was a really fucked up thing for everybody to deal with mentally. Yeah, and, but he murdered a lot of people without taking them to court. But they were bad people, and there was no way courts would work in a situation like that. Half the world just disappeared. I know, but that's why they specifically like fight aliens and shit, or the villain dies in some tragic way if it's a human or in a suit where they're obviously going to go. Yeah. To, yeah. I I just think that I'm not that far in. I've only watched one episode, but he's definitely. They haven't really explored the justification for Ronin or any of that at all. Really at all. Okay. The the, the episode you guys haven't seen is mostly a car chase. Because oh, Mitch, you've only seen one episode and you've seen two. I've seen one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. You guys are missing the story of Echo and car oh, shit. Is Armand uh, who's a rep? What's the dude's name? Armand something or other? Armand the third. Yeah. Are they big players in the comics? Yeah. Are they superheroes or supervillains? I mean, the uh the, the new stepdad guy, the nephew. Lalo from Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah. In the in the in the comics, he's not his nephew, he's his son. Mm, so he's Armand the Fourth. Well, no, his name's different. But he's Jack. gonna be Armand the Fourth, is what you're telling us. No, well, no, I mean even in the comics, his name isn't the same front to back. To be a third or a fourth, you have to have, it's a junior. You have to have the identical name. No, I understand, but maybe he's using a fake name. No, he's a character from the comics. He's known as the Swordsman. He's the person who trained Hawkeye. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But oh, he's a, that's but why he's... You stole the thing. Well, yeah, and that's why, like, Hawkeye heard him come in at the end. Oh, you guys haven't seen everything. Um, yeah, so he's that's why there's swords oh, so everywhere. He, okay, okay. That's that's why he picks up the sword. He wants the sword at the fucking auction. Is he probably knows it's Jeremy's? He tra- he trained him. Armand Duquesne. Duquesne, yeah. Interesting. Well, that's good to know. All right. And uh, so, but in the comics, he's like uh He's not a he's not a villain, but he's a piece of shit. Like he's the kind of guy that like he steals jewelry and shit. 
but also like we'll join the Avengers to stop a major threat. And he joined the Avengers for some time, but he's also like a thief. Like he, he's not a good dude, but he does petty crimes. Mm. Okay. And he has the skill that if he wanted to, he could do major crimes. He just does petty fucking crimes. Cause he's an idiot. But he's not our mom to watch. He's uh. quite the uh, different characterization from the very capable Lalo Salamanca. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see how capable he is in the show. I mean, you're two episodes behind. That's true. We'll get I mean, up. have you gotten to where he fences with Kate? Is that in the first episode? No. Okay. The that's first like, episode ends with he goes to punch Kate. her. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then he's like, ah, shit, because it's a little girl. Uh, yeah. Like, she's like, you're Hawkeye. He's like, who the hell are you? There's a scene in the next episode, I believe, where she, she was, she's got a bunch of fencing trophies and he's got swords all over the house so they they end up like fencing and like uh that's like your first hint as a non-comic book reader that this guy's really hiding something yeah i liked uh when she snuck into the auction and she picked up a tray to pretend like she was working it like as a as a waiter she was dressed that was the funny thing so it said you know someone thought she was amon thought she was a a waiter um, and then later they were wearing the same exact outfits i thought that was funny yeah. yeah and she's like uh gary sent me down that other little guy snitched <laughs> on and brought that she's like he's like i'm gary and she's like you don't know my name see this is the problem gary and like she i quit i wish i could think that fucking quick that was smooth as butter butter <laughs> yeah man Haley steinfeld she's fucking great kate bishop she's also kate in that new she's in she's gwen stacy in spider-verse and she's it? somebody in that show arcane yeah she's the main character i'm pretty sure Is oh, it, have you guys arcane? watched arcane league of legends no. yeah no i haven't is that a Fortnite thing no, I think it's League of Legends. It's a oh, okay, okay. game. I've played it, but I don't, I don't, I wasn't into it. Mm. But yeah, I haven't seen that. I hear it's really good, though. Uh, I heard yeah. it's not appropriate for kids. Oh, animated now screwing? J- now Jake's definitely going to watch it. I, I don't know what it has. Uh, he just said it's not <laughs> kid appropriate. He has kids around my age, kids' age. So I, I don't know. And it's I know what like- he allows. So I, I <laughs> if he's not, then I'm like, okay. Nice. Right. Okay. It does look Speak. like Jake's living in the red light district down there. In this- yeah, yeah, I got red lights. I kill the white light. He's I'm ready for bed. Because it lets my brain turn off. Nice. Looks like you're Kramer living across the street from that Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Is it one of those color bulbs, the changing bulbs? Uh, I have one in this lamp over here, but up there I just have red bulbs. I have and one I, in front of my house. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, the red light doesn't keep you awake like white light. Yeah. All right. That's good to know. I don't I don't sleep with light on. Well, I mean, I don't sleep with it either, but it takes me as an ex-junkie like two and a half hours to wind down. So Really? Fair enough. Yeah. What yeah, kind I of practice staying awake instead of so what kind of music do you condition? So there was a while where I used to condition myself to go to sleep to music and it would, it would change my mood early on when I was struggling to go to bed. Like, do you go to sleep to music at all? No, I have to be like engaged until I pass out. I would put on musicals and go to bed. I, I just get fucked up until I'm falling asleep and then hopefully like catch it. It's like double dutch. I have to like catch it and get into bed like right when it's hitting. What kind of music do you listen to wind down, Mitch? Do you? And Stain Clown Posse mostly. <laughs> Actually, the past couple nights I've been falling asleep <laughs> listening to Sam and Nathan dick butting about on Chubby Behemoth. Yeah, I, was Jane, saying, I, listen, I listen to a podcast when I go to lay down because then there's like 10 minutes where I wake back up before <laughs> I'll crash again if I'm high enough. <laughs> 
and then yeah, and then I listen to a podcast and put it on a sleep timer so that it doesn't play all the way through. And then the next morning I can get up and like rewind it back while I get in the shower. That's nice. a good way to do it. I don't know. I um, if I listen to music, it's just whatever. I don't need it to be like calming music. But then eventually I will fall asleep with it, and I'll fall asleep with my headphones on. And that's never. Or if they're the earbud headphones, it'll like fall out in the bed somewhere yeah i can't do that i, I put my phone on speakerphone and just i fell asleep wait what'd you say i put my phone to where it just plays out the bottom oh that's a good point yeah should do that i fell asleep eating like a whole bag of hershey's kisses the other day and uh yeah now you get it yeah that's how i have to go to I mean, sleep a, every night not not a whole bag i didn't make it through the whole bag because i don't have your ungodly pit of a stomach that you have <laughs> but, yeah uh i definitely woke up and i was like fuck unwrapping all these Hershey's kisses in the dark and just like, you know how the little nubbin at the top always falls off when you unwrap it. <laughs> yeah. And then it melts everywhere. Yeah. I, it fell out in the fucking bed and I rolled around in the goddamn chocolate all night. Yeah, dude. It looks like you shit, like took a tiny little poop in the bed. Not really because my, my top sheet, is brown it's just oh, by nature think, of what i got thinking ahead but, but i was just like what the fuck is all over my shirt and then i you know wasn't it wasn't the shit wasn't poop and uh it, it was just some chocolate hershey's chocolate to be <laughs> precise <laughs> all right i used to go Speaking to sleep to like uh uh phantom of the opera and jesus christ superstar nice Whoa. every night I, for years i bought symphony tickets for the first time in my adult life the other day hell yeah man where uh in denver i'm gonna go it's in april april 23rd i'm going yeah. to see them play looney tunes yeah <laughs> Uh, on kill the giant the screen kill yeah. the they're playing the movies on the giant screen and the symphony's doing the soundtrack Heck that's yeah. fucking dope dude yeah it's sold out for like the last 20 years so i was stoked i got tickets hell yeah nice. that's great i i've been to the symphony i'm going this weekend my daughter the children's crowd is playing with the colorado symphony so we're we're going to that and then we typically go to one every year, every other year, maybe maybe a little bit more than that. I like to sing the Dvorak Symphony from the New World. I love I love symphony stuff. I just I love like Looney it. Tunes. Yeah, well, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I fucking uh, I love Looney Tunes as well. Yeah, man, it's gonna kick ass. Yeah, that's great. And when is that? You said in February or April? April twenty third. April twenty third. All right. I'm cool. counting down the days. I'm so excited. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I've seen I mean, the shorts be... on a big screen once in Santa Fe with Chuck Jones family. Yeah. But I haven't seen my, many of them on the big screen. So it'll be really cool to see. Dude, are you going to get like those little opera glasses and watch them? I mean, dude, I'm going to be so <laughs> high. It's going to be blurry no matter what. Jake, please get some little opera glasses and hold them up to your face while you watch Looney Tunes. Dude, honestly, I spent a shitload of money and got like fourth row seats. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. But still, you should use the little opera glasses. Get some cheap <laughs> op, like on a stick. Some fake know? ones. Just as yeah, a no, goof. I think they're very expensive. They're like actual optical devices. Is this a black tie affair? Do you have to dress up for it? I mean, I'm gonna. Well, yeah, you're in the front row. You don't want the fucking conductor to turn around and be like, everybody turn around and look at this schlub. Yeah, no, I'm going to wear my cashmere jacket and all my nice shit. <laughs> Smoke a pipe. Yeah, maybe drive my car if I decide I can trust a fucking valet in Denver. 
Mm. You don't want him to Ferris Bueller it? No, I don't want him to drop it into fucking reverse because it's rever- it. My gears are switched to a normal automatic. Oh, dude, I would not trust a valet with that. You know how hard it would be to explain that to someone before I know, you went in. Also, sometimes if your car is complicated enough, they'll let you go park it in the valet lot as long as you took. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right yeah. on. Well, shit, There's, man, that sounds fun. Last time I drove through Larimer Square, there were signs out in front of Ocean Prime that said no manual cars. Uh, that's sad. Their valets can't fucking park them. They ain't no Shang-Chi and Katie, that's for sure. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? They should brain these kids. Who the fuck can't learn how to drive a manual for their goddamn job? Look, man, some people need to learn how to text. They need to text while they're driving other people's cars. Oh, dude, I'd murder somebody if I caught them texting while driving my car. He would, too. Yeah, dude, I'd catch a case. You would just be like, (laughs) yeah, full hit monkey, dude. There'd be a ghost (laughs) whispering in my ear about how I'm the shit. Come on, man. We got to get out of here. Dude, the end of that show. On revenge. I'd watch the shit out of that. Uh, Yeah, man. I fucking fucking love that show. I don't know if I've loved anything. I'm serious. I think Daredevil season three was the last time something hit me that hard. I'm only like this fucking four or five episodes in. Did you watch the one where you got drunk yet? Yeah, yeah. I watched that one, which was the casino. That was called um, Drunken... Drunken monkey. master, drunken monkey. Yeah, drunken monkey. I think. Yeah, and like how, the next one was. Come the on, account. man. What's that? I saw the one where they go and they break into the prison to get the account. Yeah, dude, this show—it's very brutal. I hope it gets a second season. Oh, it better! I'll fucking—I'll go into Hulu myself and start a hit monkey riot. Me, <laughs> me, and these boys. We'll go. We'll go get Whoa. it. Whoa! Holy shit! You look like you're about to be like. Oh, Jose Canseco bat. Tell me you didn't pay money for this. Yeah, man. I finally got another pair. Are those metal? Yeah, they're the real deal. Hell yeah. Dang. Yeah, they're heavy. I got I got one long enough for me because my other ones were kid ones because I got them when I was a kid. <laughs> Where'd you get that at a carnival? Uh, no, I got them at the martial arts supply store in Denver last time I was up there. Cool. All right. Yeah, so, yeah man. Favorite Ninja Turtle weapon? These. Size. Size. So you're a raft guy? Man, they're just the best weapon. I trained with all of them, and these are the best. Which is your favorite turtle, then? Raft. Raft. But non-objectively, these are the best. The katana is probably the best weapon, but not really, because you can't go anywhere with a katana. I'm a Donatello guy. I started a Donatello guy. Yeah. And then when I was like in high school, I was a Leonardo guy. When I was in college, I was a Michelangelo guy. And now, as I'm a brooding adult, I'm a Raphael guy. Raphael's right. Raphael's the one who's most like Splinter. Mm. Splinter Splinter was a brooding fuck. Yeah, Holy but not shit. everybody should be. Nope, but uh, the most dangerous ones in the group are. But I these was... the nunchucks are so fucking hard to goddamn fight with. It's insane. They're really easy to look cool with. Right. Catching them as they bounce off of people back at you is fucking complete yeah that's why bruce lee could hit a ping pong ball or a match out of fucking midair with them is you have Mm -hmm. to be that exact with them to catch them and be worth a shit in an actual fight the bow is dangerous but also unless it's made out of metal you're gonna get fucked up i like yeah i'm the staff i like donatello i like his style his his logic and then and i always like the staff yeah the staff is fun to fight with too yeah and you do machine if you learn how to snap the staff right yeah it fucking hits too it hurts really bad oh my collarbone yeah it would get a lot of force on your collarbone or anything really oh you know i got hit once in the collarbone and that was fucking bad 
Ooh. I yeah, just went I looking for my, my nunchucks, but I can't find them. Oh, dude, I found this place that makes really nice handmade ones. I think I'm going to order a pair because I haven't used them in forever. And it's nice getting my hand strength back and shit because I haven't done any of this in years and like my timing and weight. I wish I could take a picture of you fucking around with these signs and <laughs> share a Matt, screenshot this and put it on the. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I, f- I feel like a stagnant shot. I'm going to look like it's cosplay. This is going to be hilarious. I won't. I, I'm, I'm looking for the button anyway. I learned there's actually it's an Apple Shift S. Mm. I don't know what it is. There's a, like a it. Windows Windows S. Oh, there it is. Nice. I um. Yeah, but I mean, can the Ninja Turtles take down Hitmonkey though? He's got long ranging <laughs> guns. Dude, that motherfucker is dead in the shed. He's gone. Nobody even knew he existed. If he gets in a fight with the Ninja Turtles. Oh. I don't know. The Ninja Turtles in canon have single-handedly taken on space armies. That's true. That's true. I don't know, man. I Michelangelo is the champion of the Battle Nexus. That's very true as well. But I just like when they nerfed the turtles to fight Batman, I think if they came to the Marvel Universe, they'd be nerfed as well. Yeah, they would. Man, I'm serious about that. I'm glad you brought that up. The the one that really upsets me is then how tough Shredder is for Batman. Yeah. 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 How the fuck was the Shredder harder than all four of the turtles? That is some horse shenanigan shit. But know, also, man. God, do I love that movie? Well, I mean, you could explain, yeah. you know, it's different dimensions. They might be a different level or frequency of. How they explain it away in the movie is it's the kid. It's them being kids. They weren't taking the fight serious enough is basically what it is. Right, Mitch? I think so. Also, yeah. they picked the fight with Batman. He didn't pick a fight with them. Yeah. Because he's just this weird thing. But they think it's just going to be a crazy man. They don't expect another less than shredder level threat that was fucking ridiculous that's what i'm talking about the the shredder aspect to it like you know they he just studied in a different dimension i don't know they really kind of punked batman a little bit and the turtles they punked everyone they made everyone look bad except the shredder the shredder lobby is really tough in hollywood yeah dude oroko saki's got him by the balls well he's been around for all of time because <laughs> he's a neutron no i don't go with that one <laughs> <laughs> well not to stray too far from it but uh i i just gotta say i thoroughly enjoyed hit monkey and that- I, when I was editing the episode, uh, the last episode, I really liked the storytelling device of having the ghost of Bryce be like the mouthpiece. It, dude, it's uh, so much better than the book. It's insane. So you said in the book, he's just like, he's just got thought bubbles. It's just a Yeah, voice. it's just like the monkey's kind of like thinking to himself and then doing everything. But it's like a silent comedy. It's like you hear there's more people speaking, being like, it's a monkey. A monkey with uh, a gun. But like it's not really the monkey expressing anything. So to have that foil there to like explain the story to everyone watching is a lot better. Yeah, dude. Also, I think Sudeikis is a better would be a better archer than H. John Benjamin. Yeah, uh, yeah I could see that. I don't know. I think that's also easy to say after, you know, like 15 years of having Archer. No, no, no. It's not just 15 years of Archer. It's 15 years of hearing his voice and a lot of other things as well. Well, Yeah, it's Bob's and Archer, like constantly for like almost. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think listening to Jason Sudeikis now, I could see what you're saying. And yes, he could pull off a character similar. Maybe they should create a spinoff show similar to Archer, like uh, Gary's brother or whatever. I don't know. His don't hit know. monkey show character is pretty similar to an Archer. 
Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably what made me think of it because he is very Archer-esque before he gets killed. And then even after he's dead, but he's still around, he's still fucking very comical. I like when the monkey was like swinging under that bridge doing the monkey thing and he's just walking upside down because he's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I I also like when the monkey gets too far from him that he just slingshots back. Oh yeah. That's, that's interesting. I really enjoy that pairing. Also Jason Sudeikis could be any fucking live action Marvel uh, character. He could be star Lord. He could probably be Iron Man. He might make no. I was going to say Boston brand. Uh, (laughs) type character but now i guess you need a little bit more attitude in that voice uh, i think you no. should play the craven Ooh, craven just, the hunter just do it as jason sudeikis just a swarmy <laughs> rich white guy who hunts fucking in, instead of like the european thing give a give him just like a yeah you know me and my dad love hunting big game yeah <laughs> or like that what they were gonna do with that new crocodile dundee movie with chris hemsworth and danny mcbride where they were like oh yeah Danny McBride is Brian Dundee or Mick Dundee's <laughs> junior, but he would, he would grow up in New York. So he doesn't have an accent. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I fucking, I'm very, I've always been a big Sudeikis backer. I really like we're the Millers. Yeah, yeah. dude. Is that the RV that kid, movie? That, that kid's also fucking, uh, drugs. Adam Warlock. Warlock. What'd you say, Matt? They never brought Adam Warlock in. What happened? He's, he's, he's announced for guardians. Oh, all but right. the kid from He's, We Are the Millers is him. The oh, one that cool. gets his balls bitten by a spider. And Jennifer Aniston has to look at his, his spider balls. <laughs> got yeah. spider balls? Spider balls, spider balls. Spider balls. <laughs> they also throw webs sometimes. <laughs> this, uh, you funny guy. <laughs> I fucking um man, I did I'm not gonna spoil it for Matt, but I did not see the twist in Hitmonkey coming. No, dude, the last two episodes of Hitmonkey is like a whole nother thing. Yeah. Uh is, is how closely does this follow to the book? You've read the book, right, Jake? Not very closely. Yeah, but it was a long time ago. It was like a like Patton Oswalt said it was a really great comic to read, like right after it came out. And I remember being like, Oh, Patton loves comics, and I'll check this out. And then reading it and being like, That's really good. But it was not something like is- fuck, make a movie out of this. And now when I see right. the cartoon, I'm like, fucking bring him to live action. CGI that fucking monkey into the Avengers. God damn it. <laughs> and you can have CGI Sudeikis as the ghost of Bryce. Dude, I would lose my mind. Young my Avengers mind. with the monkey on that team? Or if they do West Coast Avengers with Kate Bishop because they're kind of alluding to that? Makes more sense. That would be dope. It just have Hitmonkey go, <laughs> and have Tori or whatever his fucking name is who should win every goddamn Emmy they have available for a lead actor this year. Fred. Fred. Yeah, dude, that guy is a motherfucking ace. That dude was squealing like a monkey and made me cry several times. He was good. Oh, he is good. I should say I'm still watching. He gets better, too, because like he goes from just being like the raw monkey to dealing with the Sudeikis voice all the time. Yeah. So his responses get a little bit more personified Mm. instead of just... Or like it gets it gets more like like he's responding to the fucking ghost, dude. I uh, not to give anything away, but what happened with the little baby monkey, dude? There's two twists in the fucking show that are fucking insane, Matt. All right, I I I suspect one of them. Which 
Well, I, I don't know. I suspect that, and I don't know much about the character, the old guy that's running, like that yeah. politician thing. There's something about him. Yeah, that's. I feel that, like he's like a boss of some sort, or he's something behind the scenes. That's fair. But I, I don't know. That's the only thing I got. I got to go. I got going on. I like it yeah, though. The whole thing's nuts, man. You're like the back half of that show is so much different than the first half. I'm looking. Dude, I want to watch it again. I kind of do think- too. I think I'm just going to watch it again and ad nauseum so I can rack up the views. Maybe I'll start falling asleep to that shit. So they were like, oh, some guy really likes fucking Hit Monkey in Colorado. We should make more of that. Dude, I really want him to show up in live action things. I don't know how they'd pull that off. CGI, man. They put a Hulk in shit. That's fair. Yeah. Just put, uh, what's that little motherfucker playing claw? Andy Circus. Put Andy Circus in a goddamn mocap and let's get busy. Or, or Sean Gunn, who plays yeah, the physical dude. embodiment of Rocket. Have yeah. you seen the behind the scenes footage of him filling in Wearing, his Rocket? Yeah, and that spandex shit. And he's like walking, but he's crouched down and he's walking next to like Batista and Chris Pratt. And I'm like, dude, that's got to be killer on your fucking knees. Oh, it's got to <laughs> suck. That's why I would just hire a smaller person. Right. Give them some work, you fucking bastards at Marvel. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Brad Williams. Put Brad Williams in a mocap suit. Oh. What's Jason Acuna doing right now besides filming Jackass 4? Or no, it's in the can. It's ready to go, right? Dude, yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to watch up Haley. What's her name? Steinfeld? Yeah. Stein- it's like, it's like you, you stuttered saying Steinfeld. Yeah. No, no, no. She's, she's done a bunch of stuff that I've seen. She yeah, was in that, a child. Well, she was in that True Grit remake for one, which yeah. was pretty good. Bridges. Ender's Game, I'm a fan of. I haven't uh, seen the There's movie. a Studio Ghibli movie when Marnie was there. Studio Ghibli. She uh, was in the English version. She did the girl's voice, and that's the one we watched. Pitch Perfect, one and two, it looks like, or at least two. I haven't seen that. Yeah. yeah. And then Gwen Stacy. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Also, speaking of her as Gwen Stacy and in Into the Spider-Verse, did you guys watch Jesus. that trailer for Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah, Spider-Man 2099. I mean, fuck me, dude. They better I mean, make it. Co- That's the least cool shit. That That is literal, like, Bonzi in a fucking life fucking jacket waistband no. being towed over a ramp to jump a shark level jumping the shark, dude. No, dude. He's basically Terry, the Terry McGinnis of the Spider-Man family. He is way, way, way shittier than that. I do not disagree. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's how I, I always think of him. Because I watched one of those death battle videos on YouTube where it was like, Batman Beyond versus Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> yeah, and it was like Terry wipes his ass up. I think that's how it went, too. Yeah, Spider-Man 2099 sucks. The costume sucks. The whole ethos sucked. The design sucked. But you know who doesn't suck? Oscar Isaacs as Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Is that what his name is? I forget. It is. Miguel O'Hara. That's 2099. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't care about Spider-Man more than a hundred years in the future when I was a kid. And it, but, and it, and it was enough, all like you, terribly drawn fucking future shit. I was going to say Terry McGinnis is a hundred years in the future, but he's really not. He's no, like it's 40 not. years. He's like 40 years in the future. Yeah. No, it was reasonable for Bruce from 1990 to still be alive, but right, right, right. Yeah. They, they were doing like cool math. Not this guy's tertiarily related to Spider-Man in some way or shape 
shape or form and check it out he's got cyber suit it was dumb i just it was for a suit it was to justify a fucking suit <laughs> and the character had nothing to do with peter parker huh he wasn't peter's little padawan he didn't get fucking trained but he he's got bit some... by a spider oh cool when he sat down beside her it's the same, <laughs> it's the same as ben riley dude i'd rather fucking eat kale than fucking read a ben riley book i don't mm. know that is spider Man, we should mm. we should put this up Spider- the spider-man the suit that fucking tom <laughs> holland wore in the first movie his homemade suit yeah that's a callback to the outfit that ben riley wears Ben Riley wears like a jean jacket over a red hoodie with like his spider suit underneath. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, that's Ben Riley. He sucks fucks and it's terrible storytelling. There's too many goddamn Spider-Man. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. love it. Well, maybe it's weird. I think I think the Spider-Verse movies did kind of get shafted by the to- uh the Tom Holland movie, live action movies kind of stealing their steez um basically like what if all their universe converged like yeah i mean they're all stealing it from the 90s cartoon that's true but um yeah i mean i don't know i'm just i have faith that they're going to do a good job but i think that totally involves rewriting the character top to bottom yeah miguel o'hara and it made me nervous when it went to that design the way they made it look for 2099 because it kind of looked like they were leaning into the aesthetic from the books that i fucking hate oh yeah it doesn't look like it's the spider-verse animation it looks like it's a little more flat yeah it's more flat and it's got like those dragged edges they did in 2099 in the books to make it look like everything's super fast because it's the future like fuck you i it's i don't know it's a design choice that even as a child i hated and i carry that resentment to now (laughs) <laughs> it was part of the decline of like book quality in the 90s that made it like not only was i embarrassed that my friends didn't fucking read comic books anymore and made fun of me but also i couldn't even defend the shit i was reading because it wasn't good anymore yeah that sucks yeah so i hate that shit ben riley fucking dude honestly the carnage shit was like the last thing where they branched out on the spider-man universe that wasn't trash you mean like maximum carnage yeah when they okay. when they did when they did that run that was about the end once mcfarland took over man the book really went sideways past interesting because he's usually pretty top notch <laughs> mcfarland I, I mean it looked good but that's when they started printing you know six million copies an issue because they were going to be collectible and like people were just buying it no matter what so the quality got to be whatever they, they didn't have a way to gauge whether or not they were telling good stories right mm. hey, do you, can i ask you guys a question yeah do you prefer comic books with the glossy pages or do you prefer the old pulp version mm. depends on the art i would agree okay. typically the art that i prefer that i prefer i prefer it to be glossy and see okay. typically the art i prefer i prefer it to be pulp but mm. i like reading like like frank miller looks like shit on glossy paper man fair enough oh you mean like dark knight returns and whatnot yeah preacher preacher does not look good on glossy paper it looks way better on pulp do they still print books with pulp paper Some? uh they they were but like but like trans metropolitan has always been printed on pulp it looks so much better on glossy yeah. All the colors pop. It looks more futuristic. It looks good. I, think, so, I love that series. I do. Yeah. But Trans Metro looks so much like Preacher is why I was saying like, no, I, I think it's I, also, I also the mood. That Western book looks cool when it's kind of yellowed out. I was, I was kind of torn on Preacher, the comic, because 
all he did was just fucking go around and, and whine and cry about God. It's like, all right, man, we get it. Like you're a preacher. Stop. I, don't know. I just found it super annoying. You just described my experience with church. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We get it. We wrap this up, Padre. God, yeah, he's, just, he's just describing his struggles with God does. I get it. Can you stop being a preacher? And if somebody wanted to subscribe to us, how would they do that, Mitch? Well, they could write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. They could also follow us on Facebook and interact with us there. You can send us a tweet at broadcast geeks on twitter or instagram broadcast underscore geeks and then you can follow us on uh podbean apple Podcasts, and spotify are we still promoting spotify i don't even know if anyone listens on spotify also spotify hates comedy apparently so i don't fucking know they don't hate comedy they just don't want to pay no record companies hate comedy it's complicated and i hate record it's It was unforeseen. It's the same reason that like Taylor Swift is re-recording her whole catalog. Yeah, and a lot she, of and a lot of recording artists pulled all their shit off of Spotify like a year ago. And Harry and are doing things like that to get out of how the contracts were on those albums for digital plays back in the day. Let me tell you, I used you to get pay, fucked. I used to pay a couple thousand dollars a month to yep. three companies just to allow karaoke in my bar because of the music that was being played where they would sue me. Yep, they're fucking it's you a cartel. BMI as don't yep, ASCAP, BMI. BMI. Uh, CSAC. Yep. Yeah, they, they suck. And they don't pay their artists. What do you get paid? Nope. Cents? Yeah, but the, that's the thing. They don't pay the artists, but they're paying the record companies. Those companies are paying out. Yeah. The artists that. just aren't getting the money because of the contracts they signed. So, and artists really didn't get hip to that until the late 90s. Bastard. Yeah. But now even artists who were hip to that and had great record deals like Taylor Swift didn't have great record deals on digital plays because it still wasn't anticipated how that was going to pay out. Right. Mm. And then Comedy Central, comedy albums pay like shit anyway. I hope one day we can find out that there's some sort of secret Broadcast Geeks bank account where all of our plays have been accruing interest and we get like a billion dollars to split between all of us. Me too. Yeah. What's what's a billion dollars going to be worth at that time? Jeez. Oh, probably... It'll be worthless, and Jeff will fly by in his Jetsons car with his fucking crypto, like. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna say to us, they're gonna say, "We don't take, we don't take cash." His Teslas are so good that the founder who paid for that title is uh, bailing out of it as fast as he can. I bet in the future, everyone's gonna have a fucking. They're gonna have their Bitcoin chip or whatever in their wrist. And all these motherfuckers who were like, well, fucking vaccine's going to put a chip in my arm. They're going to be the first motherfuckers to sign up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't trust it. I don't. Oh, I don't either. It's crypto. But if anyone wants to make an episode of broadcast geeks into an NFT or something, is that yeah. how things work? I don't no, know. We I'm could a- we we could create a, an invoice for one of our episodes, and we could sell that invoice or that receipt to somebody, and that's what they own. They own the receipt of that episode. Here's- Here's the they don't thing: own the episode we do NFTs have pretty much been exposed as a financial sham oh, in like geez. the last two weeks. I thought we were going to so, sell one. So there's still going to be people that are like, uh, you know, Dogecoin investors that are going to be into NFTs, but all major investors and all the big money is out. Yeah, yeah. Financial advisors won't allow won't allow it anymore. 
Yeah. But these companies there, these crypto companies are like, well, we'll back it. And if people back us, then it's a win. Yeah, but it's the equivalent of buying a baseball card. Right. You have to find another sucker who believes in it. And at the rate people are buying them for, it's not ever going to work out for anyone. Right. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. What a super depressing note to end on. And on that, <laughs> we, it cheers me up. And on that, what do we say? Excelsior. Excelsior.